0: I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 179 Fueling Fido, the raw truth about dog nutrition and health. You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by Health Coach Heather master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. All right, welcome back to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, and today we're going to get right into a member of your family we have not talked about that needs nutritional and holistic health advice and help, and that is your pet. Does your family have a dog or a cat, perhaps, or any kind of animal? Today we're going to focus on dogs, particularly And the title of this podcast episode is Fueling Fido, the raw truth about dog nutrition and health. I love this topic because we don't really get to dive too deep into, you know, dogs and what's going to help our pets have The longest lifespan possible and just feel really good. So, welcome to this podcast episode. We are going to focus on just some organic pet care, which will include some raw dog food, maybe some essential oils, and some energy work. Things you might not have thought about to really care for your animal in this way. This is going to be just a, a wonderful discussion to actually uplift your family with better energy from your dog. Just feel good and possibly. Heal your dog from the inside out through the power of holistic food and remedies and things we can do for our dogs. So let's jump right into this podcast episode and talk about the power of raw dog food. Raw dog food is amazing. And since I got Tito my own dog a few years back, I think it was in 2021 when we got Tito, he was a rescue dog. And he had some issues and he still, I can tell when I've given him something because his digestion just, it's very finicky. I've had to really work with his diet a lot and figure out what works best for him. So when you feed your dog a raw food diet, and maybe we should discuss what a raw food diet might look like, we're typically looking at good high quality organic meat if possible. Now that's expensive for a lot of people. We will talk about ways where we can make it a little more doable for our budgets to have our dogs on a raw food diet. What I'm trying to get you to do is to steer away from the dry dog food, the kibble, the highly processed stuff, because that's really what's making our dogs really sick and causing them all kinds of problems and shorter lifespan. But I, I want to create a case for a raw food diet, which doesn't always mean it's going to be 100% organic all the time, although that's that would be amazing. It doesn't always mean it's going to not be cooked either because my dog actually prefers cooked food. Okay? So we call it a raw food diet, which is really just good quality ingredients for your dog. And I'm going to give you a recipe that works really well for dogs and their digestion. And you can try this recipe and see if it doesn't help your budget if you're trying to feed them on um, a raw food diet, but not just necessarily want to just give them meat. This will have some other filler stuff in it that's good for them. And it'll be good for um, you to just have this stocked up in your fridge ready to go so you can give it to your dog. It's, it makes it nice and easy if you're sending your dog off to someone's house for the weekend and they need to feed your dog. They don't have to worry about any raw ingredients or anything like that. So I want to talk about the first reason why you might want to switch over to a raw foods diet for your dog. And that is improved digestion, improved digestion. This is number one. Raw dog food typically consists of whole, unprocessed ingredients that are easier for dogs to digest compared to heavily processed commercial pet foods. And this can lead to improved nutrient absorption in their gut, reduced digestive issues such as bloating or diarrhea. So especially if you have a dog who has really bad gas, let's fix their diet right away. The second thing is a raw food diet can really help give that dog a healthy skin and coat because the natural fats present in raw dog foods, such as omega-3 fatty acids, those are going to contribute to a healthier and shinier coat on your dog. It may also alleviate some dry skin, some itchiness, and some allergies that your dog might have. There's also the dental health. So chewing on raw, meaty bones a common component of a raw food food diet for dogs, that can help maintain some good dental health. Because the bones' natural texture and chewing action can help reduce that tartar buildup and promote healthier teeth and gums. What I also love about having a raw food diet is the weight management, because raw raw dog food diets, those can be tailored to dogs' specific nutritional needs, and that's going to make it easier to control their calorie intake. So this really helps with that weight management piece and prevent obesity-related health issues, which we'll talk about in a second too. It's going to increase their energy and vitality because the higher nutrient density and bioavailability of raw dog food, that can provide dogs with increased energy levels, vitality, and overall just improved well-being. Also, we can talk about stronger immune systems because a balanced raw diet rich in vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants can support a dog's immune system. And this may help them better resist common illnesses and promote overall health and longevity. It's going to for sure help the reduction in allergies and sensitivities, because some dogs, they just have allergies or sensitivities to certain ingredients that are commonly found in that commercial dog food. So switching to a raw food Diet can eliminate these potential triggers and alleviate symptoms. It's going to decrease the risk of certain health conditions, raw dog food diets. Those have been associated with a reduced risk of things like diabetes or gastrointestinal disorders and certain types of cancer even. It's so sad when you see your dog go through something like that. So we can reduce the risk just by changing their diet. However, it's important to note that individual dog health and specific dietary requirements, those are going to vary. And you can talk to your veterinarian about that and what would be the best for your dog. But I just want to give you some ideas today. It's also, um, it's enhanced natural instincts because that raw dog food diet more closely mimics a dog's natural ancestral diet, which may help stimulate their natural hunting and chewing instincts. And then, of course, just overall satisfaction and enjoyment. So many dogs, they thoroughly enjoy the taste and texture of raw dog food, which can contribute to their overall satisfaction during mealtime, which is nice to see your dog enjoying their meal. My dog certainly enjoys his. So again, you can consult with your veterinarian or any canine nutritionist to just ensure a raw dog food diet is appropriately balanced, and is going to meet your dog's specific nutritional requirements. Because each dog is unique and different in their breeds, their activity level, their health conditions, and so on. But I'd like to give you some disadvantages of the processed dry dog food we call kibble. First of all, it's lower nutrient bioavailability. The processing methods that are used in the production of dry dog food um, is high temperature cooking. And extrusion can degrade the natural nutrient content. So this may result in just lower bioavailability of essential nutrients your dog needs. It's going to make it more difficult for dogs to absorb and utilize them effectively. And then there's the lack of fresh ingredients. Because dry dog food often contains a high proportion of processed ingredients, including rendered meats, yes, and grains and byproducts. And these ingredients may be lower in nutritional quality compared to fresh, whole foods. There's artificial additives. Many commercial dry dog foods contain artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives to enhance taste, appearance, and shelf life. And as you know, these additives, they may have little nutritional value, if any at all, which probably they don't. And they can potentially trigger allergies or sensitivities in some dogs. They certainly do in humans with our processed and packaged foods, don't they? Also, high carbohydrate content, because dry dog food often contains a significant amount of carbohydrates, such as grains or fillers to provide bulk and energy. Um, we will talk about the the recipe I'm going to give you. It will have some fillers in it, like, like a little bit of grain and just some leafy greens and things like that. But dogs, as carnivores, have a limited need for carbohydrates in their diet. Excessive carbohydrate intake can lead to that weight gain, obesity, and potential health issues. Those health issues are not good, as you know. And then the processing and the heat-related concerns with kibble, because those high temperatures and processing methods used in producing dry dog food can damage or denature delicate nutrients, including heat-sensitive vitamins and enzymes that are beneficial for a dog's health. There's the potential for contamination. The production and storage of dry dog food can present opportunities for bacterial contamination or the growth of molds or mycotoxins, which may pose health risks for dogs. Then, of course, there's just limited variety. Dry dog food often lacks the variety and natural diversity of nutrients that can be found in fresh whole foods, and this may limit the nutritional spectrum and potentially lead to nutritional imbalances over time. Also, dental health concerns. Although marketed as promoting dental health, dry dog food may not effectively clean teeth or promote proper chewing. The kibble's small size and lack of natural texture That may contribute to plaque or tartar buildup, potentially leading to dental problems in your dog. The individual sensitivities. So some dogs may develop allergies. We've talked about that, sensitivities or digestive issues in response to specific ingredients commonly found in that dry dog food, such as grains, gluten, or certain protein sources. And then there's the potential for overfeeding. So the convenient nature of dry dog food and its higher caloric density can make it easier to unintentionally overfeed dogs, leading to weight gain and associated health problems. So just note that not all dry dog foods are the same. Some have a high quality option, or they may address or mitigate some of these concerns. So when choosing a dry dog food, it's important to carefully read the ingredient labels Um, select the reputable, reputable brands. If you're going to do that, consider consulting with a veterinarian to just ensure that the chosen product meets your dog's specific nutritional needs. I just highly recommend a raw dog food diet, but I want to give you some common concerns or misconceptions about feeding raw food to your dogs. Okay. People have a concern of the bacterial contamination. That's one concern, um, with raw meat, such as salmonella or E. coli. While it is true that raw meat can carry bacteria, dogs have a shorter and more acidic digestive system compared to humans. Like they're caloric, they're um um they're they're what do they call it? The the acid in the stomach. It's not caloric, obviously. It's um I'm looking for the word. Anyways, that acid in the stomach is like eight times more than what it, what it is compared to humans, making them better equipped to handle such pathogens. However, proper handling hygiene practices and sourcing high-quality raw ingredients can help minimize that risk. Um, pyloric acid. I think that's what I was looking for, that word right there. Okay, nutritional imbalances. So some people worry about providing a balanced diet when feeding raw food, as it requires careful attention to ensure all essential nutrients are included. However, with proper planning and guidance from a veterinarian, a holistic veterinarian, hopefully I've got one and she's really awesome. She's out in um, Fountain Hills, Arizona, or canine nutritionist, a raw food diet can nutritionally complete and it can be nutritionally complete and balanced for dogs. You just, it's good to talk to somebody. There's also a misconception about dental health. This is a common misconception that raw food diets are automatically beneficial for dental health, but while chewing on raw meaty bones can help reduce tartar buildup, it's important to note that not all raw food diets incorporate bones and texture and size of bones should be appropriate for a dog's size and chewing ability, so it's not... it's. It's not always gonna help with it with the dental, but it really can if you get the right things for your dog. The cost and convenience. So feeding a raw food diet can be perceived as more expensive and less convenient compared to commercial dry or canned dog food. This is a big issue for people, why they won't go raw. And while this uh, is true, that, ne- that raw food diets may require more effort in sourcing, preparation and storage. The availability of commercial raw food options and prepared raw meals has increased, making it more accessible and convenient for pet owners, which is pretty cool. And then there's another misconception here. Some people may question the nutritional adequacy of a raw food diet, particularly, particularly in meeting specific dietary requirements for certain life stages, such as puppies or senior dogs, However, with proper formulation and supplementation as needed, a raw foods diet can be tailored to meet the unique needs of dogs at different life stages. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. There is also a concern that raw food diets may exacerbate food allergies or sensitivities in dogs, while certain protein sources can trigger allergies in some dogs. And that has happened with Tito. We did did like a three month cleanse, just doing beef only, getting out the bird type um, meats and proteins. And that really did help him heal a lot of the scabs he was getting. So just having cleaning out his gut using just one type of protein instead of multiple different types really helped my Tito. Um, The ability to, to customize ingredients in a raw food diet can actually help identify and eliminate potential allergens more effectively than commercial diets. So And then there's the parasite transmission. Another concern is the potential transmission of parasites, such as worms, through raw meat. However, freezing raw meat before feeding is a common practice to reduce the risk of parasites. And regular veterinary checkups and fecal exams can help monitor and address any potential parasitic issues. So, again, each dog's unique and it can be tailored. Some people do half and half. They do half raw and half kibble. So if you have to do that, if you have a big dog that eats a lot, I understand. You're just trying to fill the dog up and just do the best you can with sourcing and reading labels and getting the best stuff that you can. So how do we make this more cost effective? Because making a raw food diet cost effective, it's going to require some planning. And consideration. So, here's my tips on helping you manage the cost while providing a nutritious raw diet for your dog. Number one, you're going to buy in bulk. Look for opportunities to purchase raw ingredients in bulk, such as meat, bones, and organs. So, many local farms or butcher shops may offer discounted prices for bulk purchases. I would consider joining a co op or raw feeding groups to, to leverage collective buying power. And access more affordable options. That's number one. Number two. You're going to utilize less expensive protein sources. So explore different protein sources that are more budget friendly. For example, chicken, turkey, and pork are often more affordable than exotic meats like venison or bison or rabbit. (laughs) Balance the diet over time by rotating protein sources to provide variety and essential nutrients. Number three. Shop seasonally and locally. So take advantage of seasonal sales and local produce to incorporate fruits and veggies, veggies into your dog's raw food diet. Local farmers, markets, or community-supported agriculture, those are CSAs. Those programs can provide cost effective options for fresh produce. Or make or have your own garden at home. Tip number four, DIY and meal prep. Prepare the raw dog food at home rather than relying on prepackaged raw food products. This is going to allow you to control the ingredients, portion sizes, and cost. I want you to invest in a meat grinder to grind bones and tougher cuts of meats, which will help a lot, reducing the need for purchasing pre-ground meat. So that, that's another way. Look on offer up or something for maybe a meat grinder, really cheap. And then just reduce food waste. Minimize food waste by repurposing human-grade leftovers or using parts of the animal that are typically discarded, such as the organ meats. And just ensure that any leftovers or scraps are safe and appropriate for your dog's consumption. Just consider, this is tip number six, consider whole prey model. Adopting a whole prey model where dogs consume a variety of whole animals, that can be cost-effective. So this includes feeding small, whole animals, such as rabbits or poultry, which provide a balance of meat, bones, and organs. Number seven, plan and prepare meals in advance. Plan your dog's meals in advance and just prepare larger batches that can be portioned and frozen. This not only saves time, but also allows you to take advantage of bulk discount on ingredients. Tip number eight, supplements and nutrient balancing. So you're gonna consult with a veterinarian or a canine nutritionist, just to ensure that your dog's raw food diet is nutritionally balanced. This can help avoid over supplementing and unnecessary expenses on supplements or additives. And believe me friends, I have spent a lot of money on supplements for my dog. And it doesn't need to be that way if you give them the right balance of nutrition. And my tip number nine is to just monitor sales and discounts. Keep an eye out for sales, promotions, or discounts on raw food ingredients and stock up when prices are low. Subscribe to newsletters or join online communities focused on raw feeding to stay informed about cost saving opportunities. I bet you in your area, there are Facebook groups of people in your community. Um, who are into this raw food, dog food diet, so they can give you lots more tips than I'm even giving you today. Just remember the key is to strike a balance between cost and nutritional quality. So it's important to prioritize the health and well-being of your dog while finding ways to optimize your budget when feeding a raw diet. So you can consult with professionals experienced in raw feeding that can provide some guidance for you if you want to go deeper with that. So I'm going to end this podcast today by giving you just a recipe for, this is a a raw quote, quote, cooked dog food combo using an Instapot. Okay, so this is a cooked dog food combo using the Instapot. My dog prefers his food cooked. He likes to smell it cooking, and he gets really excited about it. So your dog might not care if you're in a hurry and they just eat it raw. But here's, here's how um, the recipe goes. You're going to need two pounds of lean ground meat. You can use chicken, turkey, beef, bison, whatever you like, and or lamb if you've got lamb too. But That's expensive, but dogs do like that. One cup of mixed vegetables such as carrots, peas, green beans, etc., you can go to the frozen veggie aisle and grab a couple bags of those and just have them on hand to make up these batches. One cup of leafy greens, such as spinach, kale, or parsley. One cup of cooked grains. Um, brown rice or quinoa is actually a really a good option for your dog. Just one cup of that. A tablespoon of fish oil or flaxseed oil. This is optional for added omega-3 fatty acids, which are good for your dog. So here's what you can do. Set the Instapot to saute mode and add the ground meat. Just cook it until that meat is brown and cooked through. You can remove any excess fat or liquid from that. And then add the mixed vegetables and leafy greens to the Instapot and mix that well with the cooked meat. If you're going to use the grains, which they're optional, you don't have to, but you can add them to the Instapot along with enough water to cover the ingredients and stir everything together. Close the Instapot lid and set it to manual or pressure, the high pressure mode, and then just cook it on high for 10 minutes. And once the cooking time is complete, just carefully release the pressure according to that Instapot instruction, and then open the Instapot, stir the cooked mixture. If desired, add the fish oil or flaxseed oil for added omega-3 fatty acids, and just mix it well and allow that mixture to cool before serving it to your dog. Portion out the food into meal-sized servings, and then just refrigerate what will be used within a few days and freeze the rest for longer-term storage and pull it out as needed, okay? Uh, This is an easy, awesome recipe for your dog. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're ready to go the route of raw dog food. I cannot wait to hear how you're going to just totally transform your dog's life by changing their diet. It's going to take some time to really heal their gut and help whatever's going on for them. But you're going to notice all the benefits that come with the raw food diet, which I talked about at the beginning of this podcast episode. Okay, now next week, we'll go into part two of this, where we will talk more essential oils for healing and some energy work called muscle testing that I do on animals. We're going to talk about how we can incorporate really all this energy work and holistic into a raw food diet just for optimizing your dog's total health and well-being. Okay. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Did you love this podcast episode? Hey, did you know that I am a life coach for families? I help couples who are struggling to get along and stay connected, have more love, more connection, more communication in their marriage. I also help families connect with their children more so that you can have harmony in the home. If you would like to work with me as a life coach to support your family on their journey to health and happiness, both mentally and physically, you're going to fill out an application we'll get on a call, a consult call, and we'll take some time to talk about your specific needs and desires where you'd like your family to go. And then you can learn about my coaching and if we'd be a great fit for each other. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing this podcast episode with your friends. Have a beautiful day.